Welcome to episode 38 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Amber. And I'm Danny. And this special episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite holiday movies, favorite holiday specials, that kind of stuff, because it is, at the time of recording, the holiday season. So from Family Geekery to you and your family, whatever you celebrate, think of us when you celebrate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, boy, that was awfully nice of Family Geekery to wish us such a warm non-denominational holiday <laughs> but yeah so uh we did the favorite scary movies a while back so we figured it would be kind of nifty to talk about our favorite holiday movies slash specials and i don't know about you guys but for me this was both easier and harder because there's just so many good ones but there's also just so many good ones you guys think mm -hmm. the same thing sure yeah but before we get into that, of course, we need to catch up with everybody. Last week, we had Amber and Sundar uh, take over the podcast without us knowing it. Yeah, big takeover. <laughs> yeah. And they did a great job talking about their uh, card games, deck builder games. So uh, we didn't get to catch up last week. So this week, let's talk about what's been going on. Anything been going on, Geeky? I'll start off this time. Okay, Wait, you, you, do that. you guys talked about the uh, video game awards. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to talk about that. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty you, cool. Yeah, you you covered at least you covered the uh, the flute boy. Most um, important part so of that the was show. Good. So during the video game awards, they had a special announcement that there was going to be after the awards a, a in game concert. In the, uh, in the game Sky Children of Light, which is a game slash app. I think it's multi-platform. That was created by the same people that made the game Journey, which uh, I loved. And I think, Amber, you played that also, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's Are really good. they called that one game company or something like that? <laughs> something yeah, yeah, like I think this. that's yeah that game company. Um, so I, I uh, logged into it after the, after the thing. I, I took the bait. And it was actually kind of neat. They had a person singing. Now, it wasn't live, but it was, you know, pre-canned. But um, throughout the the thing, you've got a little avatar, a little floating weird avatar thingy. And as the song would start, then you and all the other thousands of people that were in the, the concert logged into it would become like a fish. And then you'd be able to swim around, you know, while you're listening to the concert and then the next song, you'd be bird, so you'd be able to fly around during the concert. And uh, and you could tap the screen, which made you kind of like make a noise. And that noise was always in key with whatever note the singer was singing. So I thought that was really neat. Hmm. So we did that. And then uh, I got a chance to play some games. I played... <laughs> yeah. I played A Plague Tale... The original one, a Plague Tale: Innocence, and Would you call I was rat actually game all week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just called it the Rat Game, but I was actually playing it to test out the Amazon Luna game service. And as I was playing it, I told a friend of the podcast, Zundar, that I was playing that <laughs> game, and, and he said, "Oh, you got that in Humble Bundle?" 
And I said, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> but I didn't remember that I had it from Humble, Humble Bundle. I was just playing it in the Luna service, but as I was testing that out, which is a streaming service and streaming service, first person type stealth game, probably not the best. <laughs> it worked, but it wasn't great. So I went ahead and downloaded it on the, uh, the Humble Bundle, installed it into Steam, and I played through that, and it was it was really good. It's a uh, kind of like a stealth slash story-driven slash there is some combat to it. Um, but, but I'm getting old and lazy, and I don't like a lot of hard combat. <laughs> and I also, I also don't like a game that's on rails so much that there's only one possible way that you can get through whatever the scenario is, whether it's the stealth thing or the combat thing. I like where there's some variety to what you're able to do, you know, get creative wise. And it starts you off, of course, you've only got like one weapon. You can throw a rock at things. So you could either throw a rock at things and make a noise and, and the guard would walk that way and you go behind them, that type of, you know, stealth situation. But then as you get more and more uh, tools and attacks at your disposal, it gets really creative how you can get through all the different uh, scenarios. So that was that was really good. Had a couple boss, uh, epic boss battles that were challenging, but not too challenging. So I, I really enjoyed that. So you'll have to try that out. So how about you guys? Who wants to uh, talk about what they did this past week? Um, I didn't really do too much, um, but we did play some old games on the TV. Can't really tell you how that was set up because I walked in and it was already set up. <laughs> <laughs> but we played some Mario and some, some Kirby. I played some Kirby and that was pretty fun. I'm not very good at Mario though. That was the Nintendo... What do they call it? Mini system. It's just a little. It looks like a Nintendo, and it's made by Nintendo, but it's got like fifty preloaded games on it. They put that out probably about two or three years ago. Nice. Yeah, it's a good little way to hook it up to a modern TV because it's HDMI instead of the old RCA jacks because TVs just don't have those anymore. So. <laughs> Nintendo figured if you wanted to keep playing those games, this is the way to do it. Of course, they've already sold it to you on the Wii, and they sold it to you on the Switch, and they sold it to you on the GameCube, and they sold it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I must have 17 different versions of Super Mario Brothers, but it's still fun. What about you, Danny? Uh, I also played some Super Mario Brothers. Um, I was just speed running, just <laughs> seeing how far I could get. But without, like, the lives and all the extra hidden um, little things that, of course, Dad knows, but I, I don't. Um, I don't. I didn't get very far. You don't um, get far when you're speedrunning when you, you're not a skilled speedrunner of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it's still fun. Mm, it was very fun. And then, really, the only other game... I've been playing is Overwatch um, with the new season, and I've been I've played around with the new tank Ramatra. It's pretty cool. 
Um, I, I see a lot of people playing playing them. Um, but yeah, just playing a little bit of that. I got my Baptiste achievement and my Soldier achievement. <laughs> I, I started playing Soldier again, and I don't know why I ever stopped playing Soldier, because I'm just too good at him. <laughs> He's just too easy. <laughs> it's the only DPS I really know how to play. It's not that hard. And Baptiste is the healer version of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Overwatch. You're laughing at a game that you enjoy playing. That's... Well... That says yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. So who's ready to start talking about holiday specials? And holiday sir, movies? Yes, sir. All right, that, hey, I like that. <laughs> All right, who wants to kick it off? How about Danny? Okay. Well, the first thing that came to mind, or one of the first things that came to mind was Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. <laughs> I literally oh, yeah. just Googled that name because I remembered it existed. It's, <laughs> it's there's a couple like, of them, right? There's the once and the and then there's also twice upon a Christmas. Oh was like yeah, the sequel to it. So, yeah, but I think this one had like four stories to it. Um, there's like Mickey and Minnie decorating, and like Pluto messes up the tree, and Mickey gets mad at him, and it's really sad. And then there's the three ducks. That uh -huh. go into the the Santa shop. Yeah, the workshop. And it, I think Goofy and his son is in it, or is that a different movie? I don't know. All of the the Once Upon a Christmas and Twice Upon a Christmas, they like blurring. mix up in my brain. I don't know which story is in which movie. They're blurring together, but that was always a good one. Can't go wrong with Mickey Mouse for Christmas. Yeah, except yep. when he yells at Pluto. Yeah, <laughs> but then Pluto becomes a reindeer. So it's yeah, okay. he does. Cool. What else you got? I also have um, the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen those? Yeah, I've seen them all. I think. When we had cable, they would they would play, and I would just watch oh, yeah. them. They were always on. and Well, ABC Family would do, you know, 25 marathons. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, and they would play the same 25 movies every single year. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's I a know, new I... Santa Claus this year. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's called Santa, Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't remember that. I guess his wife is the lady from Lost. Yeah. <laughs> I always think it's funny how he became Santa because what? He killed Santa? Yeah, he like fell off his roof. Santa. Yeah, and it's like a children's movie and it starts with Santa dying. <laughs> <laughs> and then his kid finds out and and his wife becomes Mrs. Claus or <laughs> I think his wife actually like breaks up with him or something. I don't know. Like she that. doesn't. She doesn't want him to be Santa or something. 
Basically, Evan Almighty. Yeah. It's like Evan Almighty, but Santa instead of Jesus. Or Moses. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think in the second one, the whole plot is she has a baby and they have like a a Christmas baby or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen those. Yeah, me too. But they, they came to mind because there's a couple of them. Um, another one is the, all the claymation, like, Christmas movies. I think Rudolph is the one I can remember the most. Um, I thought those were really cool. Those were all Rankin Bass. You heard that before? It was the two guys that made those. Rankin Bass. They also made, they made the Rudolph, the... Yeah, Frosty, the Santa Claus is coming to town, which most people just refer to as the the one with the Burgermeister, Meister Burger. <laughs> and then there's the Baby New Year one. Oh yeah, yep. And that's what the is that one has. Does that one have the the hot guy and the cold guy? Because that's that's in Mister White Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that's in. Uh, I think that's in like a year without Santa. Oh, that's a good one. Is another one. I think that's what it is. That those those start blending together too. Yeah. yeah. But Rankin Bass later did uh, the Hobbit and the Return of the King uh, animations, which was in the like the seventies, and then later on they went on to make some shows in the eighties, including Thundercats, the original Thundercats. Oh. So they. They did some good stuff, those guys. Mm-hmm. What else? Let's see. I have... Well, this one... This one can... I think we talked about it in our Halloween episode, but Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I think <laughs> you can you can play it at both holidays. Oh, yeah, Earth. definitely. The, the soundtrack's good enough to, to watch it twice in a year. Exactly. You can play two minutes of it for Easter, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's also, like, a turkey door that he runs into, yeah. I think. Just watch it every day. Easy. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I have Frosty the Snowman, the animated one. Yeah. Which was also um, Rankin Bass. Oh. And I actually I saw a TikTok about this this movie and and it was a, the scene where they're naming him and they're like oh what should we name him <laughs> and did you see this yeah and they were like they um like dubbed over one of the kids because he said oh let's name him Christopher Columbus or something. Or something. Oh, I, I didn't know. know. I didn't know that's what they did. I think one of the comments said he said Christopher Columbus, and they Oof. dubbed over like Gary. Gary. Let's name, it's like <laughs> let's name him Gary. When I saw it, it was like a like a screech or something. Yeah, it's just a very mumbled like. like a Gary. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but that movie's, um, we watched it as a kid a lot with our grandparents. Yeah. So that one's a sweet one. 
Yep. Gotta have frost every year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But that's that's my list. Alright. Good. Let's kick it over to Amber then. Alright. So a couple of those um I have on my list also. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which I remembered existed one minute before recording the podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, Frosty the Snowman and Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, very good ones. Um, one that I have, which is really niche, is My Little Pony, A Very Minty Christmas. <laughs> I, I remember that. I watched it probably every year, maybe even more than once a year. But it was so good. It was, <laughs> it was minty the pony and she was and this was the best my little pony era in my opinion you know before they went to the 3d animation and and you know got weird um this was good my little pony era um and minty was like ruining christmas somehow um i think she was like stealing from people or something there was Uh, some lesson to be learned of course yeah and so then at the, you know, she learns about the spirit of Christmas and, and, you know, starts giving things instead of taking things. And there's a big Christmas tree and, you know, everyone's happy at the end. And it was cool. It was, I don't know, probably very short, <laughs> but it was a good one. Um, they could have redone that whole thing with the Care Bears and just had a minty bear. And it would have been the same story. <laughs> Definitely. Same lesson learned in the end. Yeah. But I liked Minty. She was, she was like, blue. So, of course, you know, she was my favorite. But I don't even think she exists in the new era of My Little Pony. But <laughs> that's, that's whatever. They come and they go. Um, I also have, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. One part that I really like is the... The Island of Misfit Toys. I think they're just so precious. They're so yeah. cute. And um Yeah, and uh my last one is the Trans Siberian Orchestra I, it has a name. Ghosts <laughs> of Christmas Eve. Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Um and that's that's my favorite. We watch it every single year on Christmas Eve. Um, it's my favorite Christmas tradition, and it's great music. It's great fun, um, and I love it. It's it's just so memorable for me. And if we ever go a single year without it, then I'm gonna be real sad. Yeah, that was actually a made-for-TV special for Fox Family back in 1999, and it wow. got released on DVD in 2001. And I'm sure I bought it. Pretty much then, because <laughs> I was a big TSO fan, and we've watched it every year since then. Now, I've got three copies of the DVD, so that as the kids grow up and leave the house, they can take one with them and carry on the tradition if they wish. Of course. But we've also digitized it and put it on a Plex server, and now we can stream it in our house, so we don't have to hook up a DVD player on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Who has those nowadays? Yeah, no. I think my parents do. <laughs> then they can watch Frosty the Snowman. They can put in videotapes too, I think, still. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, good stuff. Anything else on your list? Nope, nothing that Danny already covered. A little yeah, I know we got a lot of got a lot of overlap on our list. I'm sure. I, mean, I saved you that last you one. Grow up with someone. I know. I, I was like, she better not take it. My <laughs> favorite Christmas tradition. That's mine. Cool. Well, my list obviously has all the Rankin Bass specials on it because those were always classics. Something that you knew you could watch every year. You knew it was going to be on TV at some point. Um, one I'm surprised you didn't list was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Which one? Mm. Well, which one's the best one? Which one do you the think is the best action. one? You like the live action one? Yeah. I like the yeah. original one. The animation one. Mm. Just because you it's just like all the other animation that I grew up with. With yeah. the, the cat in the hat and the... Um, oh, see, I like the live action cat in the hat too. Mm, no. <laughs> it's a little scary. He's a little weird looking. <laughs> but yeah, that's so Grinch. Gotta love that. Um, as much as it gets made fun of, you know where I'm going with this? Maybe. Star, Star Wars Christmas special. Oh. I don't. Didn't we watch half of it? I don't or... defend that at all, but I can tell you, as a small kid, when Star Wars was everything for us, when they said there's going to be a Star Wars Christmas special, and they had, you know, in the promo, and in the opening, like, starring Mark Hamill, starring Carrie Fisher, you're like, yes, this, you know, Star Wars is great, so I want more Star Wars. And then they end up to be like in four seconds of it. <laughs> and the rest of it is just a hot mess. You're like, what the heck is this? Is that so, the one with Chewbacca's family? Well, there's, yeah, there's a couple of them. Oh. But yeah, there was a the one where Chewbacca goes home for Christmas or something. And he's got cartoonish parents, of course, you know. So yeah, I don't defend that special at all, but I can tell you the hype was was real for sure. Um, so it was quite the letdown. Um, didn't you guys didn't mention Charlie Brown's Christmas? You a fan no, of the Charlie I, Brown Christmas? I barely remember that one. Yeah, I remember the Thanksgiving one more. The only thing, or the, and the Great Pumpkin or whatever. Right. But Same. nothing more iconic than the sad little tree that they True. got. That's very iconic. Uh, what else? Now, I've got on my list here a Emmy Award-winning animated special that wow. is not on any of the list. I, I googled today, you know, best Christmas movies, best holiday specials, best TV shows. And... I went through some that was like the top 50, the top 100, you know, the top of all time. And none of them had this on the list. Yet it won an Emmy for Outstanding Animated Special. And it is what? Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas Celebration. What's that? <laughs> From 1989. So are you familiar with the California Raisins at all? Yes. No. So the California Raisins 
back in the 80s, there was a commercial for, you know how they have like commercials for commodities like cotton? <laughs> like this brought to you by cotton. Well, they had a basically a commercial for um, raisins, California raisins, and they had little claymation versions of raisins singing, heard it through the grapevine. So they have all got sunglasses on and they're singing like uh, the Temptations or like Gladys Knight and the Pips who sang the Heard It Through the Grapevine song. And they're promoting raisins. Well, that commercial got so popular that they started selling merch. Like there was, you know, the little uh, plastic Smurfs that you can buy back in the day. Yeah. Well, they had little plastic raisins. They had t-shirts. Oh, they had all kinds of stuff. So, so it got so popular that they actually made a Christmas special. And the Christmas special was all claymation and the last act of it was uh was the california raisins so let me let me explain to you this and why it's like near top of my list so it's a christmas special that's hosted by two dinosaurs um <laughs> what? rex and herb and rex oh. is kind of like the straight-laced guy and i think herb is kind of the screw-up <laughs> and and they're kind of announcing each song as as they go in the song, each song is its own little video, a claymation, you know, version of a, a video. And uh, so here's some of the some of the uh, selections from this Christmas special. The first song is the biblical magi sing the verses of We Three Kings traditionally, while their camels sing the chorus in the style of doo wop. <laughs> So you got you got the three kings singing we three kings you know the very yeah. three three four waltz you know version and then when it cuts to the the uh other part it's uh all these camels with sunglasses on singing <laughs> almost like a jazzy and it's cut time it's it's star of wonder star of night star of boy <laughs> so it's it's that thought that was like the best thing ever, you know, seeing that. All right. So the next uh, song is at the Notre Dame Cathedral, the Paris Bell Harmonic Group of anapomorphic church bells who strike their own heads with chime hammers to achieve their <laughs> respective notes perform Care of the Bells. Oh my the gosh. low C bell constantly dawdles and chimes out of tune enraging the maestro who's quasimodo who uses a slingshot on the bell to get the proper tone at the end wait i <laughs> so think that, i've seen that yeah it's a great YouTube. it's a great little thing all of this is available on youtube um let's see a children's choir sings oh christmas tree with a video depicting various scenes taking place inside of christmas ornaments um Angels We Have Heard on High is set to a walrus couple doing an interpretive ice ballet while several luckless penguins watch. <laughs> and then uh, there's a very beautiful Joy to the World version that's kind of soul jazzy um, set in a church. And then the California Raisins perform a cover of the Temptations version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Huh. So now... As this is going on, in between each of the songs, uh, Rex is trying to clarify the true pronunciation and meaning of the term wassail, as as we know from the the Christmas carol, Here We Come a Wassailing. You've heard that song before? No. 
Okay. Well, it's a song. (laughs) (laughs) Here we come a wassling. And throughout the show, different groups are coming through singing it, but they're singing it with the wrong word. So first there is a kennel of dogs selling waffles from a vendor's wagon (laughs) singing, here we come a waffling. Then there's a gaggle of straggling geese carrying baskets of goodies singing, here we are a waddling. And then there's a herd of pigs on a John Deere styled field wagon, gorging themselves on an abundance of assorted fruits, singing, here we are a wallowing. And then finally they get it right. And the guy, uh, Rex is justified in saying it's actually wassail, not waffle or waddle or wallow. What does wassail mean? Wassail is like a, Almost like a spiced apple cider, like a hot drink. Oh. Hot Dr. Pepper. Mm, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, that's a it's a great special. You can watch the whole thing um, on YouTube. It's very dated, but it's still funny, especially the bells. The bells are funny. Uh, let's see. We can't talk about great Christmas movies without talking about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I thought you were going to talk about that one earlier, not the Star Wars Yeah, one. I mean, that's that's one that you just have to watch every year, and it's funny every year. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's as, as a kid, I'd watch it, and it was funny just because it was funny, right? As a kid, you like fart jokes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're you're very simplified in your your palette of comedy, um, <laughs> but as a as an adult, it's just it just hits hard because you know the dude's just trying to give his family the best Christmas ever, and just everything goes wrong around him, and then he you know just like the original vacation where he's trying to give the best vacation ever, and everything goes wrong around him, and then until he finally flips, so it's. <laughs> It's, you know, as a, as a father, I can truly relate and maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll flip this year. (laughs) That'd be fun. Why is it National Lampoon? Uh, so that was, that was kind of like a comedy group. It was a magazine comedy group, kind of like Saturday Night Live would be, or Mad. Mad was a magazine and a comedy type thing, publisher. So National Lampoon was the same thing. They did a lot of other movies and stuff too just the ones that aren't as famous as the vacation movies well there's a a not so famous one called van wilder that kicked off a a certain deadpool character oh i think that was like one of one of ryan reynolds first things but yep so that's a classic and then on behalf of mom i'd have to say that one that she grew up watching that now I love to watch every year also is It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart ever seen that. and Donna Reed. What? You've Not never all the way through. That? Every time a bell rings, an angel gets her wings. Is yeah, that, is that's, that what that's, that's the only part you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> and they watch the Macy's Parade, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> There's one black and white movie that has the Macy's Parade in it. Oh, you're thinking of Miracle on 34th Street. Oh. <laughs> Since Macy's is on 34th Street oh. in New York. They're all the same, right? Yeah, you can you can easily mix those two up. They're both <laughs> classics back from the black and white days. 
But yeah, it's a great story. You know, dude is down on his luck and he wishes he wasn't alive. And then they go on to show him everything. The angel goes on to show him everything that would change if he was never alive. And so that's a, that's a good one. But yeah, anything else? Any other things come to mind as we were talking? Well, we did just watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. On that's Disney true. List. And that is and very right up the alley of family geekery, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And it was goofy. It was silly. It was, you know, what you'd expect from a Guardians of the Galaxy um, Christmas special. It's kind of silly and cute. I thought yeah. it was really good. They, uh, you, you can, if you look close enough, you can identify all the cost-saving things they do in between a blockbuster movie and a Christmas special that's free on Disney Plus. <laughs> but they actually did a pretty, pretty good job. And they probably filmed it while they were, you know, already in their makeup and stuff for the new Guardians movie. So, if uh, if so, and and don't tell Drax this. But it looked like he put on a couple pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was in between tapings because he looked a little out of shape. Oh. It's the Christmas cookies. But isn't he like a wrestler in real life? He, he was a, yeah, he was a wrestler. Oh. I doubt he has to do that anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> he probably doesn't need to do anything. He yeah. has those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, bold of them to like reveal the Mantis and Star-Lord are siblings things in a Christmas special. Yeah. I remember so, hearing about that, and I thought, maybe I missed that in one of the movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I because I, I saw a, a TikTok, and I thought it was a theory, but I guess it was just someone who had already seen the special. Mm, so. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Is that, like, in the comics? Uh, Not I don't sure. think so. Well, because Ego isn't Star-Lord's dad in the comics. Come mm. on, Danny, don't you remember our our episode where Star-Lord was there? Sure. It was a Groot one. Or was it? <laughs> it was your episode. So. It was your episode. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. That was, like, that was like many episodes ago. Can't remember yeah. that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, cool. And anything else come to mind? Not for me. I don't think so. Alrighty. Well, that's gonna that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. If you want to, go ahead and send us an email, podcast at familygeekery dot com, and tell us what your favorite holiday specials are or fo- holiday traditions. And uh, thank you for listening to the show. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Always different stuff's going on there and until next time peace out out. and And geek out out. happy holidays thank you for listening to the family geekery podcast for more information visit www.familygeekery.com don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider and until next time peace out and geek out